The Ask a CEO Show is brought to you by Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning agency telling personal and brand stories for more than 30 years. From strategy to production and execution, they are a true full-service agency. Check them out today at LorraineGregory.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Ask a CEO Show. Ask a CEO interviews bring us inside the corner office and C-suite for discussions with top executives about their journey to leadership and the reality of running their companies today. Our host, Greg Demetrio, is the CEO of Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning integrated marketing company. He is also the founder of gregscorneroffice.com, the home of the Ask a CEO interviews. Greg has been in the business for over 30 years. He is a resource to the media, an invited columnist and speaker on marketing and business topics. Over the years, Greg has talked to hundreds of CEOs and executives about what it took to make it to the corner office and what it is really like being the leader of their companies. And now, he brings those conversations to you. Here's Greg now. Welcome, everybody. I'm Greg Demetrio, the CEO of Lorraine Gregory Communications, and this is Ask a CEO, the show that takes us into the executive suite to some of the major corporations and organizations here in our region to find out what really is going on in the background. Today, we're very fortunate to have Kristen Jarnigan, the president and CEO of Discover Long Island, which is a $6.1 billion tourist and visiting agency and their job is to promote us and get people to come and visit us, right? She brings with her 20, 20 years of experience in top shelf, very high level tourism and entertainment venues, right? Uh, she's now overseeing the largest segment of Long Island's economy, trying to keep it vibrant and relevant. They promote Long Island globally, not just nationally, but globally. So they have a really big reach. She's been twice named to the top 50 Long Island most influential women. She's a graduate of the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism from Arizona State University. And she's now here applying her trade on Long Island. Kristen, thank you very much for taking the time to sit with us. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's it's... Ordinarily, your job of promoting Long Island is pretty straightforward, right? You, you know who to touch, where to go, and keep the flow of tourists coming to us. Well, COVID-19 put an end to all of that. So it's changed how everybody does business, uh, including all types of industries. I've been talking to CEOs from all the different types of industries to get their input about it. But before we go into the depths of that, your organization, your team, were you ready when all the businesses got locked down and the social distancing came in and the restrictions came in? Were you guys ready? I don't know that anybody was ready, to be honest. Um, I think, you know, we saw it coming down the pike and, and we, because of the um, functionality of our industry, we tend to be a very high tech um, organization anyway. So, um, so we had prepared, everyone had, um, you know, remote access. We had made sure that we had set that up in advance. And again, so many of us travel. And so we do that anyway. Um, so we, we were prepared to work from home. I don't know that we thought it was going to take as long as it did. And, and there's an emotional preparedness too. And um, it's not just the physical aspects that yes, we are equipped. I would say we were equipped. Very good. I was talking to uh, one of the top accounting firms 
and they had they had they were early uh, adopters of technology, mm-hmm. and it was like they didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Staying with, so all you people who were who were involved with technology and brought that on board were so far ahead of so many who were just trying to catch up and get back. So we had just initiated Zoom uh, recently before that, so we had it all in place. Um, and now what we're doing is making sure that we're equipped to go back to the office. So we have cameras that are going to go on everyone's desktop so that we continue to have these kinds of, um, you know, online interactions that have become, you know, customary. Yeah, I mean, I, I miss my studio, but this is this has to do for now until mm-hmm. I can get back in the studio where we have a great screen. My little I corner, yeah. my little corner of my house here that I spend like 16 hours a day in now. I understand completely. I understand. So. You know, many of these CEOs that we've talked to, not only did they lose revenue because sales stopped, yeah. some of their expenses continued, some got federal funding, some didn't get federal funding. What was the impact on Discover Long Island in terms of revenue and funding? It's continuing. It's an ongoing impact, actually. So we already, as a destination marketing organization, we were already severely underfunded compared to our counterparts. Um, you know, nationwide and globally, it's very difficult for us. Um, But we're funded by, we're a private nonprofit organization, and we're contracted with both counties to represent the region for tourism. And so we're funded by the hotel motel tax. When when visitors come and stay at the hotels, then then that money goes to the county. And we get, you know, there's 3% on your hotel stay. And of that 3%, we get less than 20%. And the other 80 goes to the different, you know, county budgets. Um, so we were already underfunded, but now, of course, that in, that entire revenue stream is non-existent right now. So our funding challenges will will re- remain as we usually front um, what we do, and then we get paid quarterly um, based on what has happened in the past. So we look to have funding challenges for um, for the next twelve to eighteen months. And as a C six organization, we were not. We're currently not eligible for most of the PPP and the um, opportunities for, you know, for nonprofits that are out there. So we're in a difficult spot. You guys got hit pretty hard then. You, you probably got hit harder than most in terms of. We did. I mean, we're getting hit hard and we, you know, the good news is we had, you know, I've been here for four years in this position. We spent the last four years becoming really financially stable and, and strong. So going into it. Um, we had, you know, a, a decent amount of unrestricted net assets that we had prepared for. Um, I didn't know what they were for. You know, I did. I certainly wasn't thinking this, but we came into the situation financially strong, which was good. And we have a very lean staff. And most of our staff um, has multiple job descriptions and opportunities that are cross-trained. So, um, you know, because of those just just strategic ways of doing business that we came into it, it's definitely helped us. Most of my counterparts um, nationwide have laid off 50 to 70% of their staff. That right. Wow. It's yeah. been di- very difficult. Understandable for sure. So Long Island has a lot riding on the summer season. And now with the situation the way it is, how do you assess the ability to salvage at least some of that season mm-hmm. now that we're starting to hear about uh, some reopenings? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also know that you created a, a campaign called Hold Fast Long Island. Could you tell us about that? Sure. So um, just like we do everything, we've approached this this crisis in a multifaceted strategy with 
we basically have four different phases that we've approached it with. The first phase was called hold fast when we all kind of shut down and um, people were, there was a lot of fear and there still is a lot of fear, but there was a lot of, at that point in the height of, you know, the tragedy that was going on. And we really wanted to, you know, completely pivot our message from discover Long Island to stay home and stay safe. Um, so, but instead of just saying, stay home, stay safe, we wanted to make sure we speak to Long Islanders from the voice of Long Island. So we created the Hold Fast campaign, and that is uh, depicting our maritime heritage. It's a mariner's phrase about hold fast and see through the storm. And Long Islanders have been through many storms before. Um, and then we will, you know, there will be a light on the horizon and, and we'll get there together. So um, that was our Hold Fast campaign. It was really, it was, surprisingly, even to us, as much as we loved it, so well recepted um, by the community. The Islanders showed it. Um, Forbes named it as one of the top inspiring travel videos in the world um, to get people through this. So people really embraced it. And now you can get your Hold Fast t-shirt on discoverlongisland.com. Oh, good. And the best part about those is that um, all the proceeds are going to help the hospitality workers. Um, Hospitality industry nationwide unemployment is at 51%. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people that are in need. So thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> so you, the tour, tourist industry and the entertainment industry here on Long Island encompasses attractions, events, venues, hundreds of restaurants, bars, and many of them have been forced to close. Some have been able to access funding, some not. What advice can you give to those types of concerns in light of what's really going on. Do you have any words of wisdom, support, or encouragement? Yeah, it's, it's been heartbreaking, Greg. It's, it's uh, you know, we hear the stories from the businesses every day. Um, you know where I would normally be right now? I'd be on Jones Beach kicking off the press conference for the air show in the summer. And um, But, yeah, my biggest piece of advice for any tourism-related businesses is get engaged. Um, reach out because what one of the things we did right at the beginning is we're all hotels are automatically a member of my organization. But if you're a restaurant or attraction, a a music venue, we're a membership organization. That's how we're funded, you know, otherwise. And it's a minor membership, but we decided to waive all of that. And we started a community partner program free for any tourism related business to sign up and you can get all of our resources. We're having congressional webinars. We're giving legal advice. We're giving financial advice. Um, and we've had 50 people sign up, which was terrific. But think about how many restaurants and bars and, and retail. We're here. And we just want people to get engaged, tap into the resources that are out there because there are a lot of them. You know, nowadays, you, you know, people are trying to get exercise and a lot of people are walking. I never knew I had so many people lived in my neighborhood, by the way. <laughs> They're all out walking. But when you go down Main Street and you, you worry because mm-hmm. it's so desolate. I know every every evening if I see that newscast that has the vision of 6th Avenue in Manhattan at 6 o'clock and there's no traffic on it, it's unsettling for sure. It is. Right? It is. It really, really is. So I, I think that we need to get back to business. So what do you think looks like a timeline to you mm-hmm. in terms of when we're going to get to be something that we would consider as open? Mm-hmm. So... After our hold fast phase, the, the second phase we went into was called our virtual engagement. And so, you know, one of the things we did is we completely transformed our website because everything we had on there was places to go and visit that you couldn't do anymore. Everything was overnight. It was completely tone deaf. 
Um, so we had to change everything. And now I, I just had to come off from one of our Facebook lives where we had a, a master illusionist on there. Um, we're having live events. We have virtual tours. Um, we're really trying to get people engaged with what they can do when they're ready. And now we're, we're in phase three. That was phase two. Now we're in phase three out of four phases. Um, and four, phase four is what we're calling the new normal. Phase three, this phase we're calling renewed gratitude. And we're unveiling our new video on Friday, right before, uh, tomorrow, right before Memorial Weekend. And it's basically about how we're going to emerge. We're going to emerge stronger and smarter and with a better appreciation about what we have on Long Island, about supporting the businesses in the downtowns. I mean, Long Islanders, we love to just complain about where we live, the taxes and the traffic and all those things. But you know what? I think we're all going to look through a new lens when we come out of this and really be grateful for the place that we live, like you said, and for the businesses that, you know, we love to support. So um, yeah, it's getting back out that the timeline is, it's coming and it's going to come quickly. So I think it's, but we are being very careful um, in our organization and we're not like flipping a switch and saying, okay, go back out to your restaurants and, and hotels. I mean, we are here for the residents. Tourism exists for the residents. And that's what most people don't realize is that the reason we invite visitors to Long Island isn't just because we like to brag and, and clog up the expressways and the beaches. Um, it's because last year, tourism tax revenues generated more than $740 million in local and state tax revenues. And that's what we, it relieves the burden of us as residents. That's the whole reason we do it. So residents come first and foremost to us always. And we want to keep our residents safe and our and our employees safe. So the way we open, yes, we all want to get back to work. I understand that. But we want to do it strategically and carefully and responsibly. I think everybody is rooting for you to be very successful. <laughs> no question. Right. Thank you. Um, Long Island has to remain relevant. It has to remain vibrant. We have such a big toolbox on what we have to offer people coming here. You're right. We all complain. We have too many taxes to make. Yeah, <laughs> of course. But we all head to the beaches. We all head to the beautiful mm -hmm. restaurants. We all head to the venues, right? Jones Beach Theater, to name a few. The air show. Those are things that are Long Island. And without those, we're like, oh, what, what's going on? So mm -hmm. I wish you all the success in the world to pull this off. And I hope the economy works in, in your favor. Um, but in, in terms of us coming out of this, the only way we're ever going to come out of this is united. Right? Mm -hmm. If we're not united in the effort, it's not, it's going to fail. It's going to, people are going to be short-sighted. They're going to do stupid things that are going to be counterproductive. So we need to be wise. We need to be conservative in our actions, mm -hmm. prepared to be socially responsible with the distancing and the washing and the gloves and the mask and all of that. Because without that, we'll never be able to get back to where we started from. Exactly. Where we started from was amazing. The <laughs> economy was through the roof. It was firing on 12 cylinders, and we were going full speed ahead and hit a wall. Mm -hmm. Without us identifying where we were, we won't have anything to shoot at to go back to. We'll just be Absolutely. looking at our phones and you can't do that, right? We have to, you're right. We have to get through this summer responsibly and some maybe painfully in order to have the summers that we want in the future, right? And to preserve in our sustain. But you're right, three months ago, our biggest problem was we had too many visitors. 
<laughs> and we get a lot of complaints from the East End, you know, like, oh, it's, stop sending people out here, the visitors. And, you know, and people, it, it, sometimes, again, we're talking about that renewed gratitude, take things for granted that we that we have. And it was like a talent pool. Remember, the biggest problem in economic development was was talent, keeping the talent in the talent pool. And, um, and again, overnight, those things changed. Yeah. But, um, but you said it, we have the best, in my opinion, and I talked to my counterparts in every destination across the globe. I was just on a webinar with the U.S. Travel Association um, with 1,300 people from across the country. And we were talking all the time about what's happening. I have the best product in the world. I really do. I've got Manhattan on one side, the Hamptons and the Vineyards on the other. And what this opportunity is, and I think that, you know, we always look at the silver lining. What this opportunity is not just for me, but for all of Long Islanders is to find something that you didn't know existed in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. And we all know about our favorite places that you mentioned, the iconic places. But, you know, when's the last time you've been to Farmingdale or Huntington or Roslyn? And, you know, we all love Patchog. And they, we have this incredible mosaic of downtown. And, and they all have their own character and charm. And they all have um, amazing restaurants, museums, attractions, history, and sometimes we, you know, we think, oh, I can, I'll go to Europe or I'll go to wherever. And it's really going to give us the opportunity to introduce those hidden gems, not only to Long Islanders, but to Manhattanites yeah. that don't know all those places exist. And, um, and I think it's going to be a fun project. I, I wish you the best uh, <laughs> because I'm counting on it, right? I'm counting on it. Uh, so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy, busy day to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. Go get them. <laughs> thank you so much. And thanks for your support of, you know, Discover Long Island always. And um, go to discoverlongisland.com. And please keep going as we unveil our new uh, plans to do that. To promote tourism. Terrific. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks, Greg. That's a wrap on another Ask a CEO interview. We hope you enjoyed the talk. We'd love to hear from you. Visit gregscorneroffice.com, click the Ask a CEO tab, search your favorite listening app or view on YouTube. Click the subscribe button and don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye from Ask a CEO.